Being a dad isn't always easy, but it's the best thing I ever did. I'm constantly improving myself to be the best dad I can be through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle. As fathers, we pass on many things to our children, such as our mindset, our habits, our attitude, and what we've learned along the way. Each of these will shape who our children are and who they will become. The Warrior Dad's mission is to help you become the healthiest version of yourself, to hone your edge, and to live with purpose. My name is Jim Bartomey, and this is the Warrior Dads Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Warrior Dads Podcast. Today we're talking warm-ups for exercise or warm-ups before exercise. Should you warm up before exercise? If you should, uh, how do you warm up? How long do you warm up? Um, Are you doing it the right way currently if you are warming up? Things like that because this gets brought up a lot and I thought this was uh, really, really important to address. So uh, thanks for tuning in back in. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, I just want to kind of dive right into it. We are over a thousand uh, total views or listeners and things like that. So I just wanted to say thank you for everyone that is tuning in. I hope you're getting a lot of value out of it. Um, if you have any questions, as I mentioned at the very, very end, in the little outro that I do, if you have any questions or there's something you want me to talk about or someone that you want me to feature on here, I will do my best to get them on. Uh, but reach out to me. Let me know. You can uh, reach out to me through my my current website right now. I'm working on warriordads.com. Uh, but the current website right now is elitecorefitness.net. That's actually my local business that I run. And uh, so you can reach me the, through there or just Instagram, Jim Bertamy, uh, or you can type in Warrior Dads on Instagram or Facebook uh, through the Warrior Dads page. It's pretty easy to get a hold of me. So, um, uh, And it's always me checking the messages, responding to the messages. I don't have uh, a team or anything like that doing that for me. So anyway um warming up so let's let's get right into it so you know should you warm up before exercise absolutely so right off the bat the short answer is absolutely um the thing is though is that you know you you look online as as to why and then as to how and there's a lot of people putting you know the information out there on yes it increases muscle temperature and i'm going to get into a couple of these and i'll tell you why some of this is important if you don't already know and if you do maybe it'll just be some review or maybe i'll throw some things out there that you've never heard before but i think there's one thing that i'm def- i know there's one thing that i'm going to throw out there to you today as a major major reason as to why you need to warm up that i don't see a lot of people talking about that i haven't heard a lot about when I'm when I'm ever I'm hearing people talking about a warm up or seeing people doing warm ups, um, and it's something I tell my clients about all the time, and it kind of clicks. I was like, oh, okay, that that makes a lot of sense. All right, like that one reason really makes a lot of sense. All the other ones, like I, I feel like they're a little bit more, um, you know, common knowledge, right? So you increase your muscle temperature, okay. You increase your body temperature, great. You increase your blood temperature. Um, you know, some of the people don't know why you do that. So, you know, you increase your muscle temperature because it improves the elasticity of the muscles, right? I mean, you know, the muscles are like rubber bands and if they're cold, uh, they're not going to contract well, they're not going to stretch well. So the elasticity is really, really important. So depending on what kind of exercising you're doing, lifting weights, body weight exercise, things like that, you, we need our muscles to contract and then relax. So, uh, especially if we're using heavy weights or doing uh, more explosive exercises like uh, power clean or something like that, or sprinting, we need those muscles to contract really, really fast. So 
Um, so increasing muscle temperature is, is definitely a, a benefit of it, right? And then increasing body temperature, I mentioned. So, you know, you want to avoid overheating. Um, so that's one thing I don't really actually see a lot of people talking too much about. But, you know, if you, if you start warming up the body, then your body temperature increases. And the reason that's important is because you're activating the natural cooling mechanism in your body. And that's going to actually help you to avoid overeating, overheating too early during your workout. So that's, that's really important too. So increasing uh, body temperature, increasing blood temperature, increasing blood temperature is important because then you're increasing the blood flow because now you're warming up the blood and then it's getting to flow a lot easier and that helps lubricate joints. Um, and then the warmer the blood, the more oxygen you're actually getting to the muscle tissue because then the oxygen's not binding to hemoglobin. So the warmer blood gets, um, the less oxygen will stick to hemoglobin. So this way you're getting more blood to all the different areas of the body. Okay. Um, and then of course the oxygen. So you want oxygen to get into the muscle tissue, things like that. So that's really, really important. And then, you know, then there's how to warm up. Um, people say you shouldn't stretch before you warm up. Well, I do agree with that, but there's different kinds of stretching, right? There's dynamic stretching, there's static stretching. Um, the one I really, really like to use a lot is contract relax stretching because you're still activating the muscle. So if you don't know what contract relax stretching is, um, what you're basically doing is let's say you're doing um, a quad stretch. So let's say the way that you're doing the quad stretch is uh, you're laying just face down on the ground and you're trying to, you reach behind and you're trying to get your heel to touch your butt. All right. So that'll stretch the front of your thigh, the quad. And what you're going to do is you're going to bring the heel to the butt as much as you can until you feel a light stretch in the quad. Then what you're going to do is you're, you're going to hold onto your uh, ankle or your foot and you're going to just lightly put pressure into that ankle foot, almost like you're trying to extend your leg and put your foot back down on the ground. But you're still holding on, so your arm is not allowing your leg to move. So you're activating the muscle, and that's for five seconds. You want to activate the muscle for five seconds, and then you relax completely, and then you draw in farther. So now you're bringing your heel closer to your butt and getting even a deeper stretch, and that's for five seconds. So. Because if you're reading online, people say, you know, uh, don't do static stretching. And I completely agree with that. That's long holds, you know, 10, 15, 30 seconds even. You're, you're holding uh, a long stretch in the muscle. And the reason that that's bad, if you don't already know, is that you're, remember we said that we want the muscles to contract and then relax? Well, you're relaxing the muscle too much. And then you're losing a little bit of that elasticity. So it might not contract very quickly for you but you're expecting it to, the body's going to try to get it to contract uh, fairly quickly or, you know, be explosive if it needs to be, but it might just not be there. So you're, you're kind of reducing it. It's almost kind of like stretching out a rubber band and then just allow, you know, uh, for too long, letting it go and then expecting it to, you know, snap right back to its original position. It might actually be a little bit more stretched out than you think and might not serve the purpose that you're, um, that you're trying to use it for. So that's why static stretching is no good, but shorter stretching is okay. Like five second hold. But then when I talked about the contract, relax stretch, that's even better because now you're actually activating the muscle and contracting it and then getting it to relax. So you're going through that contract, relax phase. And it's really important to also 
um, focus on your breathing with this too, because remember we mentioned before that if we're increasing the blood temperature, we're getting more oxygen to the body. Well, we want to bring in more oxygen into the body too. So we want to focus on breathing while we're um, while we're stretching too, which is another thing that a lot of people don't talk about is is breathing with with your uh, warm ups. So um, contract, relax, stretching. So the breathing part of that would be you would inhale during the activate phase. So if we're bringing uh, the heel to the butt in that example that I was just giving you before, you bring the heel to the butt and then you push your leg into your hand. So you're activating that thigh. That would be your inhale point. And then you hold that breath. So inhale, push your foot into your hand, hold that for five seconds, then exhale, and then allow the muscle to relax because typically the muscles are activating when we inhale and then we're getting a nice relax when we exhale. I mean, think about when you just take a nice big breath in and then you exhale. When you inhale, you kind of lengthen, everything opens up, your chest opens up, your belly opens up, your shoulders go back and then you exhale and then everything kind of comes, comes back down and goes more into like a flexed forward position. So breathing is really, really important. So I would do the contract, relax, stretch, five second, hold, activate the muscle, five second, relax and go deeper into the stretch. The other reason that I think that you can't just say that you shouldn't stretch right before, because I think there's a couple different variables. Now, if it's the first, you know, part of the day, you know, it depends on the timing. You know, if it's first thing in the morning, you're cold, getting out of bed, you're working out first thing in the morning. Yeah. You definitely need to warm up the body. So I would say you, if, if you're stretching, if you want to stretch, but it's first thing in the morning, you have to go through a more dynamic warm up and then stretch or stretch in between your exercise sets. So once you actually do get into your work sets, use that time, use your downtime to stretch, right? So if you're huffing and puffing and you're breathing, you're trying to catch your breath. Great. Focus on your breathing and do your stretching. So you can do the contract, relax stretching that I was just talking about, and you're trying to focus on your breathing at the same time, get more oxygen in, get yourself ready for the next set. I think that's perfect. So you can warm up first, then go into your actual work sets, and then stretch in between there. And the reason you might want to do that is because if you have some really, really tight muscles, I mean, if you're doing squats, let's say, and your glutes are really, really tight and your quads are really, really tight, that could really limit you in your squat. So it might be, you might actually notice that from set to set, you're getting better and better with each set because you're actually allowing your glutes to relax a little bit. You're allowing your quads to relax a little bit, but again, still using that contract, relax stretch because you don't want to do static stretching in between because you don't want to lose too much of that elasticity of the muscle. Um, so, you know, it just, you know, you just have to do it with purpose. You know, that's how I use the hashtag a lot, you know, if I'm doing things online, you know, with purpose, just because I feel like that's a really, really important concept and idea. You know, whatever you're doing, have a reason for doing it. You know, why are you doing the exercises that you're doing that, you know, that particular day? Why are you doing the stretches that you're doing that particular day? If we just take five seconds, 10 seconds, you know, even a minute, it's not, a minute is not very long. So if you just take a little bit of time and figure out why you're doing whatever it is that you're about to do and you have a purpose behind it, then I, I feel like it's going to be executed a lot better, right? Because you actually have something driving you. You have a reason, you have a purpose behind it, but then you have a clear understanding of what to do because you know why you're doing it. So it's almost kind of like you get clearer on the what once you get really clear on the why. Um, so it's easier to execute. 
So I would just say, have a reason for it because some people just say, well, I don't know, or I just, I just read it online or I just watched this video, something like that. And it might not be what's right for you, or you might not be doing something because, you know, that, that could be right for you because somebody else says, well, don't stretch before your, your uh, workout or don't stretch as your warm up. Now, if you're, if someone's saying don't stretch only that you shouldn't stretch as your warm up, then I agree with that too, because stretching isn't just the only way to warm up the body. And it's actually not even an optimal way, which I still haven't gotten to. Hopefully you've forgotten. I still haven't gotten to the number one reason why you need to warm up and the best way to actually do it. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm getting to that, but I just want to finish out the stretching thing. So if you have tight muscles, stretch them, right? But it's the type of stretching that you're going to do. So I would use a contract, relax, stretch. Um, if it's later in the day, then you might already be a little bit more warmed up. Now, do you still have to warm your body up? Even, you know, let's say you're working out after work. Yeah, you've been moving around all day. If you have a really, really physical job, maybe you're already warmed up. You know, if you have a job that you, you know, typically sweat in uh, and then you're going to the gym after that for some reason, then, you know, you might already be warmed up enough. However, you haven't done the one thing that I'm about to get to. So even if you do have an active job, don't think your warm up is completely done because you probably haven't um, done this one last piece, which is the most critical thing. Um, and then, so I already talked about night. I talked about first thing in the morning and then what kind of stretching. All right. So, um, what was the other thing? All right. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying to follow my notes here. Cause I did, I did create some notes for myself, so I didn't miss anything. So increased muscle temperature, body temperature, blood temperature. The last thing, the final reason that you need to warm up before every single workout is because you're priming the body and the mind for the movements that they're about to do. So nobody really talks about priming the body. And so this car this carries into how to work, uh, how to warm up because, you know, we know popular warmups, uh, running on the treadmill, getting on the elliptical, um, you know, doing, you, you could do burpees, right? You could do jumping jacks. Jumping jacks are really, really great way to warm up the body. They, it's very smooth motion. Um, as long as you're not, you know, landing too hard on your feet, but at least for your shoulders, it should be a very, very smooth motion, helps to lubricate the joints, um, warm up the shoulders, things like that. Cause you're kind of doing, you know, half, half circles with the arms, um, you know, running in place, um, jump rope, things like that. All of those are great ways to increase the blood temperature, to increase the body temperature, to increase muscle temperature. However, running on the treadmill, running on the elliptical doing burpees, doing jumping jacks even, does not prime the body for the movements that you are about to do. So what am I talking about priming the body? So if you're about to do squats, bent over rows, overhead presses, things like that, those are the movement patterns that you're about to do in your exercise routine for the day. Those are the movements that you need to be doing at a very, very low intensity very low weight so that you're priming the body for the movements that it's about to do. Getting ready to do squats and overhead presses and bent over rows or, you know, deadlifts or something like that. Your time is completely wasted by running on the treadmill. There's other better ways to use your time to increase your muscle temperature, body temperature, blood temperature, all those other three things that we already mentioned, all of those will get achieved. If you go through your entire workout routine at a low enough intensity so you're not fatiguing the body too much 
and you're not risking yourself of injury because, of course, that's another big reason why you should warm up before any kind of physical activity because you're reducing the chance of injury. And the way that it happens is because of all the other reasons that we already talked about. You're getting more oxygen in the body. You're lubricating the joints. You're increasing the muscle elasticity. Like all of those things are reducing it. So those are the benefits, right? Or those are the reasons, you know, those are the things that are happening behind the scenes. But then one of the biggest benefits is avoiding injury. However, you're also going to improve your athletic performance because now your body's getting a little glimpse. It's getting a little snapshot of what it's about to do. So it's, you're giving the body that heads up and like, yo, this is what you're about to do today. Get ready for it. Okay. So that's why I actually really like to do two warm up sets before every exercise, um, workout or every, every workout that I'm going to do. I'd like to do two warm up sets and I have my clients do this too. Two warm up sets. They all know. I mean, yes, jumping jacks, they're a really good way. So if you're going to do, let's say, like I said, you're going to do squats and let's say overhead press today, and then you're going to do some bent over rows. So you get a squat, you get a push, and you get a pull in right there, right? So you're going to do squats, you're going to do overhead presses, and you're going to do bent over rows. And then let's say after you get done all that, then let's say you do some burpees, or let's say you do some jumping jacks after that, or then you grab the jump rope just to further increase the blood temperature, the body temperature, the muscle temperature, all that stuff. However, you're doing the most important piece, which is priming the body and then also the mind, because now you can feel what the, what the weight is. Okay. You can get your mind ready for how much weight maybe you want to do, depending on what your goals are. So let's say, you know, you're trying to get to a particular deadlift, right? So as you're deadlifting with that light weight, visualize yourself lifting heavier weight. So let's say you're trying to get to a 400 pound deadlift and let's say you're warming up with, you know, 135. Okay. So with your warm up with 135, you're getting 10, 12, 15 reps, something like that. The weight should be light enough. If you can't get 15 reps with the weight that you're using. So in this example, if you can't get 15 reps with 135, don't warm up with 135, warm up with 115, okay, or 95 or whatever you need to, you know, whatever you need to do, depending on where you're at right now. So warm up with a weight that you can easily do 15 reps with, do 10 to 15 reps, 12, 15, something like that, and then put it down. But while you're doing it, visualize yourself getting to that 400 pounds. Or if you can, if you know that your max is only like, you know, 300 right now or 315 or whatever it is, Visualize yourself working up to that if that's what you're trying to accomplish for yourself. So the priming of going through all the exercises allows your body to actually know what movements it's about to do. You can mentally prepare for it. And then also you can start to gauge because like I said, you're doing two warm-up sets. So you can start to gauge how much weight you're actually going to use for your work set. So if you're doing you know, let's say, let's go back to the deadlift example. If you're doing 135 for your warm up, and that feels really, really light um, for the first set, okay, then you go up to, let's say, maybe 185 for your second warm up set, and you do 10 or 12 reps of that, right? Well, let's say that feels really light, but maybe two weeks ago it didn't feel really light or it didn't feel as light. You're like, wow, I feel a lot stronger. Okay, great. 
So maybe your first work set was 205 two weeks before that, right? Let's say maybe it's 215 this week or 210. So using the weight during the warm-up can allow you to figure out what you're about to do during your work set. And that's really, really beneficial because now you're not wasting time or it's not, it's not that it's a wasted set, right? But it's all, you know, but there's a lot of variables with exercise. What's your energy like? How much time do you have? Okay. If you're running low on time, then you don't want to waste time on a set that was too easy or wasn't challenging enough to you. You know, you're there to, you know, get in, crush the workout, get as much out of it as you can, and then get out of there. You know, if you're running low on time, if you have a lot of time, then you can play, you know, you can, you can waste a little bit more time or spend a little bit more time doing this stuff. And again, I don't really like to think that there's anything, you know, a wasted set. However, it might not be as efficient and I'm all about efficiency for time, for, you know, activities, just anything. I just like being efficient as much as I can. So the thing is, is that if you're doing a set, if your first work set really should be, let's say 215 or 225, let's not waste it with 205. Just go to the work set that you should be doing, you know, with the weight that you should be doing for your first work set. Um, and like I said, the way you figure that out is by doing the warm up. So the takeaway for then the, the, the takeaway with the warm up is the best warm up to do is the workout routine that you're about to do at a low enough intensity. Now, let's say you're going to do um, ring pull-ups or something like that. Then maybe doing some inverted inverted ring pull-ups would be good, you know, um, or, you know, using a TRX or something like that, or just a bar and a squat rack. So you're laying on the ground, you put your feet on the ground, you lift up your hips, and then you do some inverted rows that way. So that would be a lot lower of an intensity, but still mimicking, um, you know, doing, uh, doing ring pull-ups. Ideally, if the rings are adjustable, then you would lower them low enough to the ground so you can get your feet on the ground and then just do the pull-ups with your feet connected to the ground. So you're almost kind of doing like a squat with, um, you know, with the ring pull-ups or you can use a TRX. I have my clients do that too, where, you know, they got the TRX, their feet are on the ground, they're lowering themselves down while still holding on the TRX, and they're allowed to use their legs to push up and get themselves moving, right? That would be a little bit better of, or that would be a better replica of a ring pull-up or something like that. So it depends on what you're doing. So you got to get a little creative. So if I have someone doing, um, in you know, a handstand against a wall, a uh, handstand hold, then maybe I'll have them do some, some dive bomber push-ups or just hold in a down dog position downward dog and then maybe have them do like upside down push-ups that way or i'll have them do a pike while their feet are on a swiss ball and i'll hold the swiss ball for them so they don't have to stabilize too much and they just have to go inverted upside down so they're basically in an upside down position so you know you kind of get a little creative with it but you want to do it at a light enough intensity um so that you're not getting hurt and that you're getting a good uh giving the body a good understanding of what it's about to do and what it's about to go through. But by doing that, you're going to get all those other benefits of increasing muscle temperature, body temperature, blood temperature, things like that. And like I said, jumping jacks aren't bad and jump rope isn't bad, but jump rope isn't a great warm up for squats, isn't a great warm up for uh, a bench press. It isn't a great warm up for um, 
a bent over row. So if you're going to do bent over rows, do bent over rows for your warm up. Just use light enough weight. Use just the bar, or if you're doing dumbbells or single arm or something like that. So I hope that makes sense um, because it's really, really important. It's it's simple to understand, but a lot of people aren't doing it, and I don't understand why. Um, you know, you read a lot of the articles out there about warming up, or you watch a lot of videos out there. Not a lot of people are encouraging them to do that. They're just having them do kind of the run of the mill things, you know, running around and all the other exercises I just mentioned. So it's really, really easy. It's really, really effective. Um, so that's why I thought it was important to, to, you know, take some time to do this episode and explain it. And hopefully I explain it in a way that you can understand. Um, cause like I said, it's not a hard concept. Um, and, and it's easy. You know, you're already there. You're already doing all the other things that you're about to do. Um, so you don't have to come up with all these other different warm-up exercise ideas and then your work set exercise ideas. They're all going to be the same thing. And if you want to throw in some of those jumping jacks in between, that's fine. And then, like I said, in between your exercise sets, then you can focus maybe on your stretching. And you don't have to actually spend time stretching beforehand or after. I mean, or if you are going to stretch after, because that is a really good time to stretch because you're already warmed up, um, then maybe you don't need to stretch as long because you've already spent time during your rest periods stretching and relaxing the muscles that need to be relaxed or feel tight. Um, so you're saving time, you know, and that could be especially good for people that are in a little bit of a rush or they're trying to condense everything and like, all right, how do I, how can I be as efficient as possible? Okay, so do your first two warm-up sets. Do a, do a few sets of jumping jacks or something like that or hang from the bar or some planks or something like that. That'll help increase the body temperature and stretch out the body a little bit as well. And then get right into your work sets. Don't waste time. And, you know, don't get on your phone while you're uh, resting. You know, don't go walk over and talk to somebody else or something like that and chit-chat. Just stay focused. Stay in the game. Do some of your stretches, you know, pick one stretch, like what feels tight? Okay, I'm going to stretch this. Stretch that, get right to your next warm uh, work set. You do, you do your three, four, five, six sets, whatever it is. And then if you're doing stretching in between, you're probably already done all your stretching for the, you know, for, for that time. Then you don't have to waste time um, stretching afterwards and you can get out of the gym or get to do whatever you need to do, get back to work, whatever it is. So Again, hopefully that makes sense. It's a pretty simple concept, um, highly effective. You'll definitely notice an improvement in your workout performance if you're priming the body correctly. Um, so all the more reason to do it, right? So again, if you have any other questions, please uh, shoot me a message. Find me on social media. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep on being a warrior dad. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Warrior Dads podcast. If you like this podcast and want to support it, please subscribe, leave comments, and share it with someone you think would benefit from listening as well. Thanks again, and keep on being a warrior dad.